0: Hi everyone, Ophi from the Astro Twins, and I'm here with Shakira Taborn of The Astrology and Influx magazine, lovely Scorpio. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks
1: for having me. Yeah.
0: And we are going to talk about Pluto, the ruler of your sun sign, Scorpio, and my moon sign, and how the different Pluto generations uh, will move into the 2020s and beyond. What unique gift your Pluto sign gives you, and how you can use it in the new decade. So, but I love your story of how you got into astrology and all the creative things you do with your magazine. So I'm gonna ask you a few things about that first. Make the Scorpio tell their, yeah, no, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But So
1: tell me, um, so when did you
0: first start studying and learning astrology? So
1: I, it's hard to say because I, I've always known I've been a Scorpio. That's kinda of something I've just always knew as like a child. For you just know. Some these, reason yeah. Thing, yeah. Um my dad's a Scorpio too, so maybe he told me, I don't know. But um I always I've always been obsessed with birthdays ever since I was really young. I always knew everyone's birthday, my family and in my grade. Mm-hmm. Um but in, in in middle school I started to like research the signs and Find out like which boys I would be most compatible with. <laughs> Don't we all start with yeah. that? You know, whatever age, it's exactly. always about the boys, it's all, it's or, about the boys. <laughs> or the girls or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's always about love and romance. Yeah. Um, but almost exactly seven years ago in December 2012 is when I saw my birth chart for the first time. And it just revolutionized my life. And I, I literally didn't sleep that night. I just <laughs> stayed up on the internet. Googling and reading and just knowing I had to, like, learn everything about this, um, everything I could, and yeah, I didn't sleep that night, and I've just kind of always been studying ever since then. As the Mayan
0: calendar ended, an yes. astrologer was born, December 2012, <laughs> Yeah, the end of the world as you knew it. Now, that is a big deal, because when you go from a casual reader of sun sign horoscopes right. to your birth chart, it's like... It's mind a blowing. moment. Yeah,
1: mind-blowing, for sure. It really yeah. did feel like I was being witnessed by the universe. It yeah. was just, yeah, I'll never forget that feeling. I had the same when I
0: was gifted my birth chart. I was like, how does this thing know me? This is too uncanny. I must know more, and I must know everyone's <laughs> exactly, chart. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. So how did you kind of, you know, I'm I'm asking you this because there have been uh, debates, I suppose, online among yeah. astrologers about... Uh, how old you should be before you read charts right. and practice as an astrologer? Some feel you need years of experience to gain the life, uh, the life experience and wisdom. Whereas others are like, well, I understand my peers and what they're going through, and this right. is a tool. So, you know, this ties into my Pluto generation. I'm kind
1: of in the middle, but. Um, we're going to talk about that. Like do you have any thoughts on that? I do. I mean, obviously I'm pre-Saturn return. Mine starts yeah. in March. Um and yeah, I have Saturn at like 1 degree Aquarius, so I'm okay. almost there.
0: You're almost at the Saturn return?
1: Yeah. Um and we'll see. You know, I'm sure I'll be a much better astrologer after it. That's kind of just how life works, but um I do I do believe that, you know, anyone you know, maybe over the age of 16 can can uh, learn astrology and read charts and um, there shouldn't really be a bar, like an age barrier in that sense. I think that, you know, maybe a 30 year old might not want to have like a personal chart reading from like a 17 year old, but you never know. But you never know. And that's the thing. I think that people of all ages and all backgrounds can offer insight. Um, when it comes to astrology, if they have the fundamentals. Um, Yeah, so I I don't believe that there there should be an age barrier in that sense. I do
0: think it does tie into Pluto. So just to give a little uh, context to people who are new to astrology or haven't done their charts, um, Pluto is, I think of it as a planet. I don't care what the astronomers say. They change their (laughs) minds. They voted on and off the island. Yeah. We look at Pluto as a planet in astrology, and it changes signs about every 12 to 24 years on average. Sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. Um, but the, um, the the long trip through a zodiac sign is uh, gives a defining character to the people who are born during that. I think of it as kind of the spiritual DNA. Pluto's the underworld, the hidden, the um, the the way you're. Uh, age group or generation will bring transformation to the planet that's how i see it so i'm curious yeah. how you see the role of pluto
1: very similarly um i definitely look at it as like this collective soul yearning your soul urge um that yeah depending on what sign you're in you, ha- you kind of have a very similar experience um, you know, growing up and engaging with the world.
0: We talk about the the boomers that are, that are born sort of in the 40s and into the 50s who have Pluto and Leo. Uh, and then the um, pre-Gen X, sort of late boomers, the in-between Pluto and Virgo generation of the right. late 50s and the 60s. And then I'm a 70s, you know, 70s into early 80s kid for the Pluto and Libra generation then the 80s and early 90s Pluto and Scorpio you're a Pluto and yeah. Scorpio because mm-hmm. you're pre-95. Um, 1995 Pluto and Sag. and then 2008 on um, we have Pluto and Capricorn yeah. until 2024 and we'll have a new Pluto crew yeah. coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah so we're entering the decade with Pluto and Capricorn
1: and then finishing it with Pluto and Aquarius. Right. Thoughts about that? I mean, yeah, when, when Pluto is in Aquarius, I think that's really going to be, like, the beginning of a whole new paradigm. Um, all the other outer planets will also be in air and fire signs, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be, We I don't think we can imagine, like, what the changes are going to be like in the future. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a really interesting start, because the first almost half of the decade is earthy, you know, a mm-hmm. um, it's moving on from there. But we start with Pluto in Capricorn, which is an Earth sign. And it's been there since 2008, shaking up. Capricorn ruled things like institutions, government, hierarchy, business, banking, the economy, environment. Yep, all Earth, all earthy things. And then making contact with Saturn, which only happens every, you know, three decades and change. On January 12th so yeah so that's (laughs) gonna make it all very Pluto real for us as we start the new decade so decisions priorities a lot of heavy kind of Pluto things to move into which is why I thought let's let's kind of talk about the roles of each generation and how we can navigate because so we're dealing we're kind of dealing with our collective karma in a very tangible way in the first half of the decade, and I believe that's going to allow us to move into the Pluto and Aquarius era, where it's about the future and invention and right. ideas, technology. I mean, that AI kind of robotized, yeah. uh, you know, machine learning kind of world right. is—it's already starting, but yeah
1: we're about to be in it it's about to be jetsons time right yeah that's kind of what i imagine <laughs> yeah i
0: mean remember when they talked to each other on that screen and facetimed on the jetsons Sp- yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we're we're getting there but it's that's you know aquarius also rules outer space and space travel mm-hmm. and pluto coming i mean those missions to mars and beyond are definitely yeah. well timed so definitely. So let's talk about your generation, the Pluto and Scorpios. Yeah. What do you think are the are the gifts that they bring and what do you think are the the challenges as we go into the new decade?
1: Well, um, Pluto and Scorpio, I mean, I really I really do believe that um, we are a generation of witches and magicians. And mm-hmm. Kay Pacha once said, um, I saw him speak in 2017 at the Oregon Eclipse Festival. <laughs> and Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that Pluto and Scorpio were like the, the witches and the magicians and the warlocks of the past being reincarnated. Hmm. And um, yeah, during Jupiter, when Jupiter was in Scorpio, that's kind of when the whole like witch witchy boom happened. yeah." 2018. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it really, I think, solidified that in a lot of us that we, um, yeah, that we can use magic, we can use like even just emotion and empathy um, to our advantage. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of what, that's what I think of our generation. I think of a generation that cares deeply about our psychology and um, trauma and how to transmute that um, mm-hmm. all big now Pluto and Scorpio
0: is November 83 till kind uh, of November 95 yeah it's like, it, it goes back and forth right but roughly you have to do your chart to know for sure but if you're born in 83 to 95, there's a good chance you were born with Pluto and Scorpio. So. Exactly, yeah. It is a very witchy generation. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can distinctly see the black cat eye eyeliners <laughs> and the tarot cards start emo to music, come out. Yeah we, yeah, we
1: we were a generation that like loved emo music. We yeah. loved literally a genre that has to do with emotions and feeling very deeply. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, there, and then you can talk about what was happening historically during that time too. There was um, the AIDS epidemic was happening during basically the entire time Pluto was in Scorpio, Mm -hmm. um, and how that kind of encoded in our DNA, like to have sex means you could die. Yeah, how how Scorpio? How Scorpio was that? Sex, death, and rebirth. Right. Exactly. Um, Right. So. So, yeah, there's, I think, a lot of depth in, I mean, there's depth in any generation, but I think um, when it comes to using, again, like empowering ourselves with these like more magical and then also empathetic tools, um, that's definitely a signature of, of our generation. Yeah. It's also a bit of a medicated generation, too. Yeah. So as we move into
0: this uh, earthy and airy 2020s, which is going to be more practical, more head over heart, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Scorpio being a water sign and so empathic. Um, I'm curious to hear what you think that's going to be like for the Pluto and Scorpios. Like, how will they, how can they bring healing
1: gifts, but what might they
0: have to navigate?
1: Right, well, a big part, uh, a big signature of Pluto and Scorpio is the Uranus-Neptune, in Capricorn as well, the, most of us have that. Um, yeah, this is
0: a generation that was born with this chunk of outer planets in Capricorn—Uranus, right. Neptune, and some uh, Saturn—which right. is really powerful. us. so you're kind of these wise old souls. Yeah,
1: I really I do believe that, um, yeah. and I think that with that, we obviously have a lot of challenges in terms of um, anxiety, and mm-hmm. there's just this feeling of like it's never going to be okay, or we are not standing on solid ground and having to navigate that, um, which has been true in just like growing up during financial crisis and yeah. the climate crisis. Um, so there's there's that aspect of it, but I also think that the Uranus Neptune gives us, you know, the tools to be able to navigate it as well. Um, How do you think that, like specifically? I mean, I think... I think a big part of that is we've revolutionized the way that we go about work. Um, we, I, I don't think, I don't see our generation, um, you know, sitting in cubicles and kind of having a nine to five, like yeah. a lot of us do, but a lot of us don't. we yeah, there's a gig the economy flexible now. Workspace right. the
0: gig economy. So Uranus rules revolution and Capricorn rules the workplace. So, uh, really, uh, as the, as, Saturn's been in Capricorn, uh, and all these people are having their Saturn return who are 29, 30 now, there's been a real, I've noticed a real push to change the way we work and, and bust up the kind of the old paradigms. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I think again, that Uranus-Neptune combo, it's like, we, we just can't, we can't be contained in yeah. a normal workspace. Um, and so, yeah, there, it's been a, a huge push into figuring out more sustainable ways of living, especially in regards to work, because um, we're just, like, we're too anxious to sit at a desk all day. <laughs> we and really it's going to be
0: interesting to see as we move into the 2020s and a possible recession or, a, you know, the end of Pluto and Capricorn being sort of a, Possible collapse or reinvention of our economic and financial systems. Right. Like, how will a generation that is sort of has all this empathy and anxiety and can't be tamed in the <laughs> workplace, you know, how will they deal with you know the, those sorts of right. realities? So. That's the
1: thing. I kind of feel like we 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 feel that already on like a very visceral level, and we we're a generation that. Graduated from high school, being told that like it was gonna be really hard for us. Yeah, um, and
0: here's your college loan. Yeah, that exactly. Never that off. will never pay off. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I think we're we're pretty flexible in that regard as a generation, and mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be difficult for everyone, but I think we're kind of um, we're we're geared to figure it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the Scorpio uh, nature of the millennials, as well as those two to three Capricorn placements kind of give you a hidden superpower. Like, I think, you know, people, it's, it's so funny to see people either like worship the millennials or have this disdain for them. And, you know, I think this is going to be as, you know, as you go into your thirties too. your generation, um, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of secret superpowers you pull out. Like, this is witchcraft, maybe. You know? <laughs> maybe it's witchcraft, maybe it's Pluto and Scorpio. Right. We'll never tell, right? Well that's so.
1: that's another thing is that we are the last generation that knew what life was like before the internet. Mm-hmm. And so there's I think uh, another Scorpio where like retention that we really want to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah i think w- once we're the oldest ones like that's going to be really that's going to be that's going to be kind of scary because it's like <laughs> we're the last ones that's going to remember like what it was like before you had to dial an area code before like right. calling someone um and just holding on to that old way of being and how i think that's going to draw tension between us and future future generations that mm-hmm. Are just like you know this is how the way things are now and we're like no but we have to hold on to some semblance of the old world and that's kind of a heavy burden on our generation as well yeah
0: you have sort of an in-between role too so yeah i think with pluto generations there's always a torchbearer kind right, of thing like yeah. wait we worked we struggled and suffered for this exactly and now you don't- <laughs> You don't appreciate it. You never call. You never write. You know, right. it's like yeah. don't you know what we went through for you? Yeah, so exactly, I, I have a feeling every generation feels that's what that way. So Absolutely. let's let's talk about the the ninety five to two thousand eight yeah. uh, Pluto and Sag, yeah, who are Gen now coming Z. of age, the Gen Zers. Yeah. So they have Pluto and Sagittarius, which is a fire sign, which is very active, which rules, you know, publishing and the media. I mean messages just like messaging yeah education I mean you know college is obsolete for some of them not all Mm -hmm. um they're all yeah like on every possible device like
1: yeah yeah it's there I'm for one like just super inspired by Gen Z, Pluto and Sag yeah they're very inspirational um Mm -hmm. I think what what stands out with them is their ability to speak their minds and be heard mm-hmm. um they kind of refuse to not be heard yeah. <laughs> they'll find a way for you to like listen to their message oh yeah um i think what's really evident what what drew my attention to them was um the parkland shooting a couple yeah. of years ago yeah. and the, their I response to yeah their response to that was um just so inspiring and really what like made me want to start this work on generations um mm-hmm. because they i mean they like got in front of those microphones and were just like you're going to hear what we have to say about this like yeah. we don't want your thoughts and prayers um we want action yeah and it was very sagittarius yeah and then um and Austin Copic astrologer he talks about this he did a lecture on generations how Sagittarius is the only sign whose symbol is a weapon. Um, And it also has to do with education, right? So the modern day bow and arrow is a gun. And how this is a generation that has been, you know, raised to be fearful of going to school because they could be shot dead. And, well, school
0: itself is ruled by Sagittarius and Pluto is that shadow. So, yeah. The gun violence—that's violence. interesting. The the weapon connection. Right. I also think it's the the Sagittarius is the arrows of the truth that are being aimed at the mark. So totally. you know, they're they yeah. are not going to be silent about Number, things yeah. like the. I feel like the gun violence started with the Pluto and Scorpio
1: mm-hmm. generation a lot, but it's really rampant. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's horrible and. Um, and I think that really emboldened that generation because they're still pretty young. Like, none of them are past, like, 23, 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really emboldened that generation to, to, like, speak their mind and, like, be heard and, and stand up for their beliefs, which is mm-hmm. very Sagittarius.
0: Very. So, so as we go into this new sort of intellect, I mean, one of the, I think, the potential Dangers of the Pluto and Capricorn or Aquarius generations. It becomes too technologized, too remote, too, that we disconnect from our feelings and passions. Without the the water and the fire element, right. well, there will be fire, but without the water element um, to kind of bring us back into that. So, you know, this the Pluto and Sag generation that are teens and in their early 20s now, um, yeah, they, will hopefully keep us honest. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely.
0: But they may, they may struggle in the new landscape because they are idealistic and they do believe they have a right to be heard, mm-hmm. but will they be heard? Or will yeah. that, you know, you look at, uh, Greta Thunberg, right. you know, like how she like had, you know, the world watching her but right. got such polarized reactions yeah. some people are like who is this girl and right. she needs to go back to school and others were like okay don't sleep
1: on the yeah the 16 year olds it's true because they're the ones and which is her whole message is like they're the ones who are going to have to be living yeah with these you know the results, the results of what all these older generations have enacted yeah. um so yeah it's I'm hopeful in a way because I think that they are so serious about it, especially even like Pluto and Capricorn generation. Yeah,
0: I mean, we should, you know, for the parents out there or big brothers and sisters and aunts. I mean, my daughter is nine. She was born with Pluto and Capricorn. That's 2008 to 24. Mm -hmm. So these are, you know, these are the kids that are really, you know, going to come of age in the 2020s as
1: well. They are... Their childhood is in this backdrop, so... And that's the thing, like, when we're talking about Capricorn and how Capricorns kind of age backwards, almost. Yeah. um, They are... I mean, all the kids I've met with Pluto and Capricorn are so serious. They're so They're very wise and serious. And they care so deeply about the world, like, the state of the world and climate change and the future, and I... I feel like they, they've kind of subconsciously taken on this burden of like, we need to do something about this. Um, And yeah, that's, that's been really stand out for me with, with this, the younger generation. You know,
0: Capricorn being the, you know, the ruler of rules, the ruler of structures and processes, you know, I'm noticing like in my daughter's school, like they how serious they are about anti-bullying, for example. And they really take it on, the kids themselves. They're like, no, that's not the kind of, you know, I've been reading about like calling out versus calling in a lot lately. And, um, you know, they really, they do call each other out, but they do it in this sort of wise, gentle, Capricorn-like reprimand. It's like, how
1: old are you? They have a strong sense of right and wrong, but can also maybe be, And boundaries, like they have a very strong sense of boundaries as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's it's so fascinating, like how you can just see these young these young people um, really taking really taking that on. Yeah, but a lot of you know, a lot of the structures and traditions that all
0: the previous generations grew up with are no longer even there for them. So. If you're the parent of someone born between 2008 and 2020, you know just listen to kind of what your kids are showing you and telling you. Yeah. I mean, any parent should do that. But um, instead of trying to shape them into a mini me, just these are definitely some wise old souls yeah. that came in, for sure.
1: Definitely, yeah. They've, they've
0: come in for a purpose. Yeah. Um, As we all have. Right. So we'll see. They may be actually. You know, Capricorn rules parenthood, or the you know sort of the the paternal side of it. They may transform the way we parent mm-hmm. and raise kids. And I mean, my daughter sure is so. Yeah, work parenting balance is very hard for the. And I think they're. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But let's let's back up to the to the generations that have been around a little longer,
1: like mine. Um, yes. Can we talk about Pluto and Libra because? Yes. I feel so strongly about. The seventies, nineteen seventy-one to eighty-three. And how fabulous your generation is, but never gets any credit for it. <laughs> and we don't care because it's Libra. Yeah, you're like it's well, okay. Well, thanks for
0: saying that. I have to say, I love being a Gen Xer. It's we lucked out. We got the work ethic and the independence, but also we're we're right now in between the. The wizards and the witches, as Tali likes to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I like to call Pluto and Libra as the trendsetter generation Hmm. because there's, I I think there's just a level of like taste Hmm. and um, trendsetting that that your generation has done. Yeah, Um, and yeah, just during that time, um, the '70s and early '80s. Just the state of the world was very different. And there was a, there was a calm in between, like the the '60s, the revolution of the '60s, and then like the '90s, and you know, um, we had our sitcoms and yes, our Brady Friends, Bunch and yeah, <laughs> I
0: right. think yeah, did friend, Yeah, well, we were we were of the age of right. Friends. Yeah. They're all Gen Xers for sure. The Pluto and Libra. Uh, so Libra's balance and relationships and harmony and diplomacy. And right. I think the gift that the Gen Xers I know have is to be able to kind of negotiate. Absolutely. Like, you know, I'm even noticing it with Starstruck, like like some of the older generations are even saying, well, you have to have these rules to be an astrologer. And the younger generations are like, no, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can see both can see sides. Both sides. Yeah. So maybe we can be a little wishy-washy and not always taking a stand, but... I think the gift of fairness and the pluralistic view of the world, you know, we're the, we're the nineties hip hop creators Mm -hmm. and the, you know, the, you know, the, the diversity initiatives and inclusion. And, you know, the, we, uh, we grew up when, um, publishing was moving from print to digital Mm -hmm. to in our twenties and thirties. So, you know, we had magazines and we had zines and we had our own we had the the pre-internet revolution where we used media but it was still printed or very early internet Mm -hmm. but we didn't have social media uh, which I think is just a continuation of what we created but um, so I think going into if I may speak for my generation no (laughs) I think going into the 2020s that fairness and inclusion is going to really be important because someone's going to have, because the world is so polarized. Mm -hmm. I think the, the, the Gen X view of like, let's see if we can create some kind of a common agenda
1: here is going
0: to come in to uh, come in handy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's definitely how I see like the Libra architect being able to see clearly both sides of the story, and then from there being able to to find common ground, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's definitely going to be super important going into 2020s because yeah. we're not there is very little common ground right now.
0: Yep. And then, the, but the pitfall, of course, could be that we are too floaty, airy, Decision. yeah, and don't yeah. take a stand, or that we're not we're not dealing with reality because mm-hmm. air can be so idealistic that you're like. forgot to prepare for the recession or whatever so I'm not (laughs) saying there's gonna be one I'm not saying there isn't but there could be we may not like the harsh reality checks of Mm -hmm. the Capricorn year so it's not always gonna be pretty and Gen Xers you know who are now you know in our 40s mostly will not necessarily love that or maybe a time of reckoning like okay
1: you know, having to start over in some ways mm-hmm. at that time, and then also, I mean, this is the Capricorn stuff, squaring the yeah. the Pluto, the um, yes, Pluto and Libra, yeah. So it's been definitely a time of reckoning and really having to like pivot and figure out what what we're actually doing and how we're going to move forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Pluto squares and. Uh, and
0: Uranus squares, so yeah. Yeah. Uranus squaring Pluto, so which is, uh, I'm having that right now. If you were born, uh, if you're Gen X, it's likely you have Uranus and Libra, so it's squaring Pluto and Capricorn, which is a harsh 90-degree angle, so you may find yourself really torn between sort of ripping up everything and, you know, starting over and then going really deep, like, do I transform this, like slowly and gradually or do i just explode the whole thing yeah
1: and that's also happening with the people with um uranus and scorpio having Mm -hmm. the opposition right now with uranus and taurus it's similar energy like what am i doing and
0: (laughs) some millennials having their uranus opposition which is by the way that's a very important uh there's a book called uh, *The Kundalini of Astrology*. Have you read it no. by Barbara Handclaw? And wow, it's about, yeah, <laughs> it's about the, mid, the astrological midlife crisis. So, uh, the early millennial gen wires, yeah. Pluto and Scorpios are getting that, and that is, she says, it's a time when the Kundalini energy rises up and hits the heart chakra for men. I mean, you know, we want to be non-binary here, but you know, this is what's in her book. And then the throat chakra for women. And right. it's often a time where a lot of women will get a thyroid okay. uh, kind yeah. of thing. I did, it's because we're, it's like the energy is forcing just, us yeah. to open up that, uh, the, the throat chakra that's and for men, saying. the heart chakra. So, but as, as I think the new generations redefine gender, which yours is really right. pivotal, yours and Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Like, will that shift? Will that change? It'll yeah. be interesting to see how the Uranus opposition plays
1: out. Definitely. A little side note, but an yeah. interesting one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that's so fascinating about looking at Pluto generations, because you get into the sub generations with Uranus and Neptune yeah. and all the cycles that play out. It's, I mean, that's why I do it. I, I love, I love studying it very Scorpio like the
0: outer planets for our astrology newbies by the way as we said earlier they move slowly you know the um Uranus every seven to eight years Neptune around every 12. It's all give or take Pluto even longer and Mm -hmm. so because of their slow movements you know Saturn every three we uh we can chart cycles in society based on that that's where astrology and history I love that too. It's like you can that's where astrology gets really real and believable to me it's like this is undeniable exactly. and yeah. it's just like how did like the the berlin wall was built when saturn was in capricorn then 30 years later deconstructed when saturn was in capricorn and now saturn's in capricorn again and we have a president wanting to build, build a, a wall, wall. and yeah. capricorn rules
1: walls and architecture like, you can't make this stuff <laughs> you can't up, make it up it's too real we're just
0: reporting the facts we're not, <laughs>
1: You know yeah. So, yeah yeah and then i mean we could get, even get into the united states chart and the pluto return that we're going through yeah as we're a country be talking about that with sam reynolds oh, good, uh, good. we have a whole he, sp- episode on yeah that. yeah he knows all the things about yeah. it yeah um but yeah i mean getting back to the, the pluto generations um gen x and i i kind of have an issue with gen x being named gen x because It encompasses both Pluto in Virgo and Pluto in Libra and I wish that there wasn't like a a separation there I agree because they're such different generations yeah I mean
0: we saw there's overlap because you know we ate the same wonder bread sandwiches (laughs) and watched the same tv shows and three channels we have some commonalities but the the uh, late 50s I'll get the exact date from my phone to about 71 was Pluto and Virgo, and very different energy very than Pluto different. and Libra. Yeah. These are these are some of the smartest
1: people I know. Very Smart, precise. Yeah, and I mean, when I think of Pluto and Virgo, I think of like people in cubicles working. Yeah, <laughs> I think of um, yeah, they 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 were the ones who were like the founders of the internet in terms of like coding and mm-hmm. just all the detailed work. Virgo data, um, the analytics, data, right. uh, computers, communication, yeah. they, and then obviously during that time there was the sixties, the revolutions that were happening in the sixties mm-hmm. and Uranus was also in Virgo during a lot of that time too. Yeah. Um, so they're very, they're, I mean, not fiery as an actually fiery, but they, they pack a punch that generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they're the ones like if. If you see them at like an astrology conference they're the ones that have like pencil and paper and taking notes on right. every single thing that you say these are the people that brought you the
0: standardized tests yeah and bubbles. <laughs> oh, I don't know I exactly. don't know if they did but I feel like I could probably blame them for yeah, that. yeah they
1: definitely take a lot of joy in that type. yeah of they stuff. might have enjoyed <laughs> filling out those bubble forms yeah you know? I mean I think they're it's definitely a different generation um they there's another thing with like health and cleanliness too yeah. um with them. They had Chiron, a lot of them had Chiron and Pisces like opposite their Pluto. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of
0: macrobiotic cafes yeah. and health food stores. Gut store. health, yeah, is really big. Mm-hmm. Um, Before the juice bar there was the Pluto and Virgo health food store. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and they, they really revolutionized, revolutionized that um, yeah. in that way for all of us. And a lot of them are our parents, Pluto, they, like Pluto and Scorpio. A lot of our parents are Pluto and, and Virgo. Yeah,
0: parents born in the 60s, late 50s, yeah. yeah.
1: And very I diligent.
0: To, much, very diligent. Sorry, probably much better parents
1: than Pluto and Libra. <laughs> well, We're always the, working. We're out of balance. You get the helicopter parents, though. And you true. get the people who are, who are very, um, you that know, That is true. The anxious, yeah. medicating parents are exactly. definitely part of that. Uh, and how that... Influences, you know, our generation and how we also have this anxiety too. Right, that Adderall we took on. Of, of the the Adderall generation brought to you by the
0: Pluto and yes, Virgo generation. Exactly, exactly. There's a, there's a symbiosis there, yeah. right?
1: And yeah, just um, I like to think about that too. Like who, what generation raised a generation? Yeah, that's absolutely. And very how that, smart. yeah, how that plays out because. It's definitely a thing. It's <laughs> um, a thing. Astrolog- there's an astrologer, Wendy Stacy, does a lot of research around um, births and how a lot of people being born now, and you know, starting in the '90s, how there is way more scheduled um, C-sections and mm-hmm. what that means for our astrology, <laughs> and how there's you know so many kids being born with 12th house sons because you know they're scheduled from like 9 a.m. to 11 a.m well um, when the sun so
0: your rising sun is based on when the sun is is uh is rising basically right. yeah. uh, over the eastern horizon so if you're born right before sunrise you
1: know you're going to have your sun in the 12th yeah, house yeah yeah right after sunrise and then after sorry yes. and then like no not a lot of kids with like noon births so like not a lot of kids with 10th house suns or 11th house or you know, uh, ninth house sons because that's lunchtime, and the doctors aren't well, doing C sections during that time. We're now have of, your <laughs> lunch later. The world
0: needs more tenth house exactly. sons. Those are the people who are going to be leaders. No wonder we don't have enough sons. leadership in this world. Yeah, 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 that's
1: the thing. Or fifth house sons, where like it's you know at nighttime, it's at like nine nine p.m. Yeah, and you know people are scheduling these C sections during specific hours, so. Yeah, her work is really, really fascinating in that. But how she was saying how it started with the Pluto and Virgo generation and wanting to be very... Um, you know, precise about their births and wanting everything to be clean and sterile. And control Which you can't really do when it comes to birth. I no, mean,
0: no, they don't like the mess of yeah. life and human, you know. Well, exactly. that's why they got Pluto and Scorpio kids are like, oh, you know, all that mess you shoved under the carpet. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. We're yeah. embodied now. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're bringing it on back to you. Yeah, so. Exactly, yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm of the, was raised by the Pluto and Leo generation. Um, which is late 30s to Mm mid-50s, but really the 40s, and you were too, but uh, those are the baby boomers, essentially. And, um, you know, they brought us the rock stars, the Mick Jaggers and Keith Richards and, you know, the, what was that, um, (laughs) that music festival they called Old Cella, jokingly. (laughs) I called it badass, cella, Really, but like share, okay? Share right. is Pluto and Leo. Michael Jackson.
1: Is, Mike, no, is he in uh, Virgo? he's fifty-nine. He's, he's Virgo. Okay. okay
0: hello, never mind. hello. The bubble,
1: the oxygen
0: tank, the bubble. Pluto yeah, and Virgo. You're right. You're
1: right. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, there's countless. There's countless like rock stars. Madonna too. Madonna. Pluto
0: and Virgo, and right. her like rigid no TV schedules for her kids right. and. The adoption uh, is very Virgo, yeah. service-oriented. But the the Pluto and Leo generation, um, they have a lot of pride, a lot of pride in
1: what they do. Sometimes, yeah. um, you know. <laughs> well, it's easy. I think it's easy for anyone younger to to look at Pluto and, and Leo, the Boomers, and say, "Okay, Boomer." Like. Um, yeah, that is what
0: is up with that okay boomer <laughs> thing. It's just like well, it's yeah, just like you know, and
1: any any younger generation is going to make fun of an older generation, but they definitely have this need for recognition, yeah, um, and they feel like in in many cases they have paved the way in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they want their recognition they want to be they yeah. want to be noticed for it and i understand that
0: and they're actually a lot of fun too so i mean fun. i gotta say my parents are way more fun than i am you know, <laughs> they, they, are know so much fun. they know they yeah. know how to have a good time and you know before we go into that i just want to get back quickly to what we think pluto and virgo people will bring to the 2020s oh, yeah. keeping yeah. us my capricorn rising is Keeping us honest. But I think that's what they'll do in a nutshell is 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 maintain the standards, mm. quality control for the new generation. Yeah, quality I think.
1: control is a great and way probably to Probably
0: some of the medical innovations are gonna be needed as we move into this more technological time.
1: Yeah. The systematizing yeah. of everything, like they're the ones that can keep us organized and, you know, keep the records intact and all of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Keep uh yeah keep the tax returns in and all that (laughs) stuff. Yeah,
1: they're the the ones who built all of that, all the systems that we have in place now, like the details of it, they're the ones who, who built it all.
0: So when some of those systems do fall apart, uh, Pluto and Virgo might be knocking to audit you. I don't know. (laughs) Or to help you get all your papers together if you get audited or whatever. Like call a Pluto and Virgo person. So, (laughs) but but let's talk about those, those okay boomer Pluto and Leo (laughs) people like, you know, they, yeah, they, they, they were kind of the war babies and the, you know, you're so special, and they—they they Their parents. They either lived through the war. Their parents were as children, or their right. parents were survivors of the wars. And they, um, you know, so they were kind of miracle children. The new dream, the new hope, and so yeah. Leo. Yeah. Leo was always a like shiny gold star. Star child. Star yeah. child. My mother's a Leo, born in that Leo yeah. generation, yeah. and, you know, but they—they they almost have this child, I mean, Leo is childlike energy. So mm-hmm. with Pluto being such the opposite, opposite of it, like if Pluto gives you your superpower, like Pluto almost makes that into like a secret weapon. So if your secret weapon is Leo energy, like yeah. the power of play, the power of joy, the power of creation. Crea- yeah, creation, creativity, yeah. not to lose that as we get so technologized.
1: Yeah, I think that they, they have this, I mean, I keep going back to like rock star mentality, but they have this, like, this spark of life and joy in them that, Mm -hmm. um, and again, I think the recognition of that makes them really happy because it's like they're, and also the fact that they're, you know, pretty old at this point, they're getting pretty old (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean relatively is, no.
0: speaking I don't know we may soon live to 200 but yeah sure. who knows they're no.
1: in their 70s a lot of them are late 60s yeah. yeah and I think that maybe there's like a sensitivity there around that because they are such a childlike um, group of people that like I mean I don't think anything can really like dull their spark and their fire mm-hmm. um, but I think at this point they're grappling with that like being the oldest generation out there for the most part, and then, but also feeling in themselves that they have this like, this spark and this creativity, and that they don't want to be seen as like the old. They don't want to be seen as like the okay boomers. No,
0: they don't. They don't want to be old, and I don't yeah. blame them. Like, look, even who, who as was? a as a '70s born, it's like, hey, now, you yeah. know, like, they. And and I'm inspired by the Pluto and Leo generation because to me they are redefining what age, you know, that Definitely. age is just a number. Even if they are some of them have dealt with health challenges the way they are is very driven by that pride and life force yeah. energy and will to live even I mean that- if
1: you even look at like um the presidential candidates and how like many of the front runners are Pluto and Leo's mm-hmm. and they are, you know, they're pretty lively. Like you look at Bernie Sanders, he did have a heart attack but yeah. he He's pretty lively, same as Joe Biden. I think Elizabeth Warren also has Pluto and Leo. I I think so. Um, Even the orange guy in the office
0: has some Leo, has a lot of Leo going on there. So it's a... it's all and and even the it's like the play fighting, the Twitter wars and everything, I mean, hey, they're on Twitter. I mean, my mom, I call her an Instagramma because she's on all the you know, they're trying to oh, yeah. they're the first generation that's had to adopt um the technology at that age right. that most people just can be like, eh, yeah, leave the Facebook alone, like yeah. you know, they're. They're, they're staying youthful and young and I, I i respect that so as they as they come into pluto and capricorn in the 2020s which is mm-hmm. legacy driven in a different way right. capricorn's about making history and leo is really about the pride of leaving a legacy they're yeah, playful the but they're not they're not super well they, I, I won't say that entirely but they're <laughs> depends but they're they're like this matters, yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: for sure.
0: Whether it's religious traditions or family ones or whatever, so I think you know. And then you know the being the parents of of. Pluto and Libra people, where we're like, well, we want to make up our own minds. I don't want to follow your religion, or I don't want to
1: do things your way. Leo, yeah. Yeah. So they very, and I think that's where you get the tension with the Pluto and Scorpios, is that Mm -hmm. that square between Leo and Scorpio. Um, But but yeah, they're fixed, and they they are very like solidified in a way of life still. yeah, so let's
0: let's do a little recap on them, like in order now. So the the Pluto and Leo, you know, '40s '50s Boomer generation. Like you're, what we need you for in the 2020s is to remind us not to abandon creativity, play to really step away from the gadgets and engage with life, mm-hmm. and 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 that, you know. Everything is so disposable now, fast fashiony, landfill, and or you know. But but even if something isn't going to last forever, the Pluto and Leo people remind us that it's still important to make a contribution that people
1: feel. That makes yeah. people feel something. I like love that. yeah, yeah. They definitely are like a, a guiding light in that way. They remind mm-hmm. us that importance of that, that like, again, put down our phones and our gadgets and just be present and And make things that make people feel. Yeah, I love that.
0: My uncle is, uh, you know, late 60s. He surfs every day. Uh, You know, my parents are taking a trip all over the world some, you know, next year. It's like, we're going to follow your lead and still engage with life no matter how bad the conditions of the world may be. Yeah. So how about those pluto and virgos the, the you know later 50s and the 60s
1: i think i mean I, again with the health thing i think that they they're really telling they're, they've shown us the importance of um the mind body and spirit connection and how yeah. we really need to be um we need to engage on all levels mm-hmm. um in order to be able to engage with in, with life the way that like the leos do yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: I think they're, the, they're going to remind us to save our receipts, yeah. literally and figure, figuratively, you know, like yeah. great that you're having fun and going to festivals and you're 80, but <laughs> hey, you know, that was a tax write-off. But you know, <laughs> but also just like to put systems and, and some structures in place so that, you know, we, we can bring ease. I think the, the healthy side of Pluto and Virgo is... Not just systems for systems sake, but systems that allow us like you said to simplify enough so that we can enjoy the lives we're living while we're here yeah. the, the, the efficiency
1: yeah. aspect mm-hmm. of
0: it like do you really need that yeah. and and as an earth sign ruled generation that's um, they'll rem- they'll keep us honest and sustainable to have fun but bring your own water, bring a, you know, (laughs) please no water bottles. Yeah. Yeah, The festival. Yeah.
1: I love that. Definitely.
0: Yeah. How about Pluto and Libra? That's our 1970s. And I know astrologers are supposed to be precise with dates. So we'll have a a PDF with the dates to go along with this. So
1: yeah, Pluto and Libra, um, keep things like negotiable Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, I think they're really going to help us, again, like put things back together and and bridge, bridge the gaps that that are present right now, because there are so many huge wide gaps that need to be bridged. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Pluto and Libra is really going to be, it's like, they're going to be the ones that, that help bring us back together for sure. Mm-hmm. You're the diplomats, the
0: mediators, the bridge builders, the, hey, let's sit down and try to hear each other out instead of tearing each other apart yeah. that's really yeah gonna be woo, 2020 <laughs> election year yeah historic year you know it's, in the u.s the and just yeah we're needed yeah
1: and then uh the pluto and scorpio scorpios i mean i think that's about bringing the soul and the um the care and the empathy Mm -hmm. um and remembering that you know we all carry trauma we all we all have these wounds these collective wounds even that need to be addressed and um yeah and taking we need to take care of each other in that way
0: yeah that healer feeler role you're going to remind us not to not to ignore the shadows just because you ignore those shadows like you know people will roll their eyes oh your trauma oh your yeah. anxiety well that that stuff is real the so scorpio rules psychology so care of the soul care of the psyche care of our mental psychological spiritual health you know and and to believe in magic yeah. too because it can get it can this the 2020s are going to be very harsh reality based with mm-hmm. all the earth and air and so we're going to need that watery reminder that you know sometimes hey, you need to step into the quantum field and attract and manifest. And you can roll your eyes all you want, but get that crystal anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. And how about the, the Pluto and Sag, which is uh, oh. 95 to 2008. Now we know our dates yeah. by heart, right? <laughs> it's because we, we've lived Cause that, we've that lived way. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry,
1: everyone. Um, yeah, Pluto and Sag, they, they're going to remind us to keep like, fighting for truth. And, um, yeah, that, that we need to, we have to speak up and we have to speak out. We, we have to keep fighting and kind of like pointing our arrow towards, towards, you know, what we, what we really want and desire and going after that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think they're also going to revolutionize the way we learn and, uh, global relations, uh, the spread of information and how it's consumed as well. So, you know, I don't know if my kid is going to go to college. you know, yeah. my, my Pluto and Sage stepdaughter is in college now, but what will she do with it? How will that all play out? So how we learn, what we learn, why we learn, and a reminder to get out of our own boxes yeah. and connect across, you know they'll, they'll work probably hand in hand with the Pluto and Libra Gen Xers
1: on that. I love that, so, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And then those little wee Pluto and
1: Capricorn <laughs> kitties coming in. Um, they're, I think they're gonna like keep us um, accountable. Yeah, I was and, thinking integrity. Uh, yeah. is Yeah, watchword, right? They're not gonna let us forget that there's like, you know, we have a climate crisis. Like there's corruption everywhere. Like mm-hmm. they're not gonna let us um, live that down, and they'll, they'll keep us. Yeah, they'll they'll make sure we we stay we stay with the integrity of all that and um that we do it for them because like we have to make a better world for them
0: it's kind of funny because usually you think of like the youngest kids being or the youngest people on the planet being the idealists but i really see especially after we've gone through this how much of an influence pluto has on that because i don't actually think that generation is going to be idealistic at all i think they're going to be more harsh realists yeah, like yeah maybe snapping some of us out of our bubbles and like <laughs> definitely you know so start saving that saving those uh allowance dollars pluto <laughs> and capricorn so, yeah. so this is so interesting um what a great talk um is there anything that you want people to know about your work or where they can find it of course that will be with you know the video but any message to impart
1: well i guess by the time this releases our influx um, website will be launched so um, influx mag is uh, our magazine that focuses on astrology and culture Um, we center uh, people of color and queer folk and, um, basically we're relaunching our website to have all the information that is usually in the print magazine online for mm-hmm. everyone to see. Um, so go check it out. It's influxmag.com. We'll have the link. Here, yeah. So in
0: her bio. Yeah.
1: And then just my website, um, theastrology.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Twitter mostly. So. I love your tweets. like. <laughs>
0: Well written and engaging oh, thank and you. <laughs> thought-provoking, getting the conversation yeah, I just, started. I love the
1: community on Twitter because you yeah. can just like ask anything and people will respond and I, I just love that.
0: I think it's a perfect place for someone with Pluto and Scorpio too, yeah. to just really go into the depth.
1: Like, yeah, poking, getting people's opinions on things. And... Right,
0: like researching, going behind the scenes, yeah, yeah. not having to be fully out, but being able to say anything right yeah going deep so yeah Yeah. well thank you so much and wishing you a transformational 2020 with pluto on your side yes bye bye